Trey Murphy drops six more threes. Nikhil Alexander-Walker plays great, and the Pelicans win in their preseason home game against the Orlando Magic. Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday, day after the Pelicans win 104-86 over the Orlando Magic, a game that should make you feel really good if you're a Pelicans fan. Trey Murphy showed out six made threes in this one. Nikhil Alexander-Walker played exceptionally well. Jonas Valanciunas played really well in the limited minutes before he got tossed on like the two weirdest technicals ever. And the Pelicans didn't turn the ball over a ton. We're going to talk about all of that and a little bit more in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But first, thank you all for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. Free and five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team and the good vibes that come with it. No one else doing anything like that. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe on YouTube if you watch it there as well. So the Pelicans win over the Orlando Magic 104-86. Biggest story out of this one, it's Trey Murphy. There's just no question in my mind and I think anyone's mind that he is not the biggest star from the Pelicans so far in preseason. We kind of expected Nikhil to take a bit of a leap this year. We're hoping he'd take a bit of a leap this year. But what we're seeing from Trey Murphy is just outstanding. One game after going 6 of 10 from 3, he does it a little bit better here. 6 of 9. He made two-thirds of his threes in this one in route to 20 points on the night. Six rebounds. Just one turnover, one assist as well. He was 7 of 13 overall from the field. This is so perfect. One, the dude is just a shooter and fearless. And he's draining these threes. And he started to bend the defense. We've talked a lot about court gravity. This is the important thing that you saw. The Orlando Magic particularly in the second half towards the end of the third quarter in the middle of the fourth, we're like, we can't let this dude shoot. And we're trying to run him off the three-point line. They were so concerned about Trey Murphy, a rookie, the 17th overall pick, and look, rightfully so, they were worried about him, look at what he did, that they were trying to get out there and run him off the three-point line. Perfect. Beautiful. He's getting these looks, he's converting them, and the biggest thing, other than the made threes, is we haven't seen Zion in there. There's no Brandon Ingram in there in this one either. So imagine the looks that he's going to get this season when he's paired with Zion Williamson out there on the court. And at this point, with the shooting that he's brought to this team, and then at one point you even saw him put the ball on the ground, attack the basket, he missed the shot but got his own rebound, put it back in when they ran him off too hard on a closeout. And, you know, he just kind of sidestepped that and just went towards the basket because he saw the lane. You have to have him out there. Like, he, he basically, I think, has to be a starter. And he should be when you have this sort of three-point shooting. I've given Griff a lot of flack. He deserves, and, and the rest of the front office too. I know that Trajan Langdon has a big hand in all of this as well. The entirety of the front office, Griff leading that group, deserves a ton of credit for getting this guy at 17. 
When you look at a guy like, say, Jalen Green, who looks like he'll lead the league in scoring at some point, rookie for the Houston Rockets, his first game in the NBA preseason, 0-6. You had Jalen Suggs, who was the fifth overall pick, sixth overall pick. I forget what he was drafted at in this one. He struggled. He was 0-3 from three, one of seven from the field. Trey Murphy here is just knocking down shots, and he's in a perfect position. Just such a perfect position if you're him. You don't need to do too much, right? You're not a point guard. You're not running the team. You're not supposed to be the focal point of the offense. Stand on the three-point line. Make the wide-open threes that you're going to get if you're him when you're playing with Zion Williamson. That's what you want, right? Like, he's not going to have a high usage rate, and I love that. Just be that outlet guy. That's all he needs to do right now. Just work on that one skill. Don't bite off more than you can chew. And if he does that, he's going to succeed like in incredibly, incredibly well here. And he's already shown it in the two preseason games. That shot is legitimate, right? The defense is good enough from him right now. I think you can start him, and I think he's going to make it tough for Willie Green. I don't think Willie Green wants to start him, but I think it looks like he's going to absolutely have to start him. And I think that's going to be kind of the, the biggest thing. He's been that good. His numbers are absurd. In his first two preseason games, 41 points. He's 12 of 19 from three, 63.2%. The rest of the shooting is what is what it is. It's not amazing. He's two for 10 on his other shots, but it still leads him shooting 48.3%. He's also grabbed 12 boards. That is perfect for a rookie in his two position is two first preseason games I love it the shooting is there the Pelicans desperately need that they started shooting really poorly in here and that started to turn around but you can't get off to those bad starts when you have Zion out there and look if defenses are already paying this much attention to Trey Murphy and he's going to be showing up on scouting reports and you'd be willing to bet the Chicago Bulls are going to do everything they can to not let him burn them on Friday Put him next to Zion. Put him in the starting lineup. Let me know what you think. Should he be starting in the comments on YouTube? I think he's been that good, and he should be, and he was the big story of this. Six more made threes. Come on. That's awesome for the 17th overall pick. I also said it on Twitter. Feels like Trey Murphy is a safe jersey buy if you're in the mood for another Pelicans jersey. All right, coming up, we're going to talk more about Nikhil Alexander-Walker. He was just as good as he was on Monday night. Jonas Valanciunas making his first appearance for New Orleans as well. So let's get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by the Sweat Block Antiperspirant Wipes. Excessive sweating where you just like sweat for no reason. It's not even that hot out and it still just kind of happens. It's a thing. People People deal with it all the time and it's not fun. It's embarrassing, right? If you're moving, if you're talking, I'm getting kind of hot here with the lights on me and all that. I worry about that stuff. But when I start using or when I since I've started using the sweat block antiperspirant wipes, I don't worry about that anymore. These things are stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants and they're really simple. You just apply it at night before bedtime, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, wash up. Go about your day and you don't need to worry about sweat, guaranteed. These things work for up to seven days per use and they have the dry shirt guarantee. If sweat black doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's really that simple. Either if it for whatever reason doesn't work, you're not out anything. 
No reason not to give the sweat block antiperspirant wipes a try. They've been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years where they have over 13,000 reviews and they're currently the number one bestseller in the Amazon antiperspirant category. So get the sweat block antiperspirant wipes today for 20% off at sweatblock.com when you use promo code locked on. You can also get them at Amazon or CVS, but go to sweatblock.com, use promo code locked on. You're going to get 20% off the sweat block antiperspirant wipes. All right, thanks for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day, free and available five days a week for you all. And don't forget about Locked On Saints. Make them your second listen every single day as, as the Saints, there we go, look to get back in the winning column, the winning ways here as they play the Washington football team. And the big story, they're going to open up the offense. Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints, covering that for you all over there every single day as well. But the Pelicans win their other preseason, their second preseason game, only one at home, one one hundred four eighty six over the Orlando Magic. We just talked about Trey Murphy. I think he should be starting. It almost seems like a no-brainer at this point. But another guy who's going to make the claim for starting spot is Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I said we needed to see him be more consistent. We needed to see his three-point shot fall a little bit more. It wasn't like it was bad in the first game, but let's get some more volume here. Show that you've got a couple of different facets to your game and that you are taking that leap as a player. And he did it. He did it in this one. He got the start in this. Again, no Brandon Ingram. 25 minutes of action, 19 points, 5 assists, 2 steals. He was 5 of 9 from 3. The shooting overall wasn't great. 5 of 12. He didn't make any of his 3 other shots. But I thought it was kind of fine because, one, he was getting downhill. A guard that drives. What a novel concept to see here in New Orleans. But he did it. That was awesome. And he created for others by doing that. Hence the five assists. It's a different dimension than what Lonzo Ball brought to this team last year and what he adds. He's a guy that's going to break a defense down and be able to find the wide open man because of that. The team needs a threat from a guy who's going to drive from the three-point line towards the basket and can be a threat to score. And Akil did that in the first game. Now we got to see the shooting from him in this game. Again, he needs a little bit more consistency. You'd like to see him hit some other shots than threes, but I'm not complaining. He was great in this one. Five of nine, again, from three. The five assists were there. 19 points on the night. Just being aggressive, doing his best out there on the court. Is he the other starter? Should it be Nikhil and a guy like uh, Trey Murphy starting alongside Zion, Valanciunas, and Brandon Ingram? You could easily make the case, but maybe you do need to kind of spread that scoring punch around and you want Nikhil leading the second unit. But when Nikhil got going in this one, and it took him a little bit to get going, he was really, really good. And you can see why the team's been so high on him, why Pelicans fans have been so high on him this whole offseason. Because it really does look like he is starting to take the leap. And that's exactly what you want to see him do. More, you know, We just finally saw some consistency from him. And that's exactly, exactly what you want. I, I don't really have much more to say. You know, we, we looked at his game. It was good. And he kept it up in this one. And I was thrilled with what we saw from him. The other guy who looked pretty good in this one overall, making his first appearance and kind of had a weird game was Jonas Valanciunas. 13 points on the night, nine rebounds. He made one three. He was five of 13 overall, struggled kind of in the early going to kind of find his rhythm and his place. And then got tossed, got two technicals that were like the weakest text where there was a call that went against him. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And the ref just teed him up. And then basically the same thing happened again. And they threw him out of the game. It was kind of weird. 
pretty weak, weak uh, whistles there, soft whistles there. Shouldn't probably have been tossed. It's also preseason, so I don't really care. Like, if he wants to get thrown out and, like, go home early, sure. But I liked what we saw from him. He's a lot to handle down low. His three-point shot on the one he made was better than what we saw last year. The release was a little bit quicker. He didn't have that kind of, like, slow like like almost like trebuchet kind of release, right? Catapult-like release. It was quicker, got it off faster. That's going to make him more of a three-point threat. Certainly, he wants to add that to his game, as he said so far. So it's nice to see him do that. The form's kind of gross, but whatever. If it goes in, I don't I don't really care. And, it, and he shoots it fast where it is actually a credible threat and you don't have time to kind of close out on him that way. That was pretty good. I liked it. Again, he might fit better with the second unit overall, but you started to see a little bit of a two-man game action between him and Keel Alexander Walker. He does a really good job of creating some separation for the guards or another player in dribble handoff situations where he's kind of using his body. He's got like the ball back here and he's like, take it from me. And he's just kind of using his long arms to create some space and things like that. I like what we saw. He had some pretty good runs to the rim too as a pick and roll man. This is his first game. You know, he's a little out of sorts. That's fine. I expect him to be much more efficient. Um, And you had to like what you saw from him in this one. I was pretty happy with it. Again, I'm going to be kind of curious to see him a little bit more um, in preseason and kind of see him find his way. But he's a very, very useful player. And man, you can see kind of the toughness from him. Really gave New Orleans a strong rebounding presence in this one. They were already a good rebounding team. But if you can take it to another level, like sure, sign me up for that. And so far in preseason, they're looking like that. And I think Valanciunas is going to be a big, big part of that going forward. So those were the two other stars I thought for New Orleans. The big, big deal was Trey Murphy. Then Nikhil playing just as well as he did in game one and Valanciunas playing pretty well overall. And he's going to really be a big part for New Orleans. The other part of that, which I don't want to forget to mention is Mo Bamba fouled out in this one early. He only played 12 minutes of action, picked up six fouls in 12 minutes. He was kind of like eating New Orleans alive in the beginning of the game. A big part of the reason why New Orleans was struggling to shoot and missed a lot of shots was him down low, kind of patrolling the paint. And then you had Val Chudas come in and just body him up and force foul upon foul upon him. It was perfect. You can imagine Valanciunas and Zion, even if they're staggered to a degree, are going to be hell on opposing teams and their bigs trying to not foul out because those guys definitely create situations like that. And I absolutely love it. Again, there's some built-in advantages and this is going to be a show before the season starts. Like where does New Orleans have advantages? Where are their strengths? Where are their weaknesses? going to be two days of shows on that. One of them is probably going to be getting to the free throw line. And Valanciunas isn't scared to make shots at the free throw line. New Orleans has struggled with this at times. But he was two of two. Can't really complain about that from a guy of his size. The Pelicans were 12 of 17 in this one, which isn't great. Mainly because of Billy Hernan Gomez going one of four. But if you have Valanciunas going two of two or making most of his free throws, that's a big advantage, I think, for the team. So I thought he was overall like not spectacular and he got tossed early, whatever, um, but just kind of pretty good. And that's all you need him to be right now. You're not really worried about what he's capable of doing in the regular season. So coming up, some more odds and ends from this game. Turnovers, defense, 
Herb Jones also, who was impressive, and Kyra Lewis Jr. too. We'll talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. I eat one of these every single day for lunch. I basically grab a smoothie and eat one of these protein bars since I don't like a big lunch. They're delicious. I don't mind eating them. I actually really look forward to it. I ate one of the churro puff bars yesterday that I've had for a while because I bought so many of them. They're on sale again. It's a special limited time flavor. They're light. They're cinnamony. They're chocolatey. It's really, really good. You've got to give these things a try uh, in addition to their regular flavors. And so buy the churro puff bars. Buy the mix box to find what your favorite flavors are where you get to try two of each of the nine different flavors out there. Or you'll get two of the nine different flavors out there. These things are healthy for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories between 130 and 180. Only 4 to 5 grams sugar. Only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. They're all tasty, all healthy. And you can go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one spot for all of your favorite sports and betting on them, whether it's preseason over-unders for the Pelicans or any other team in the league, playoff odds, MVP odds, Rookie of the Year odds for a guy like Trey Murphy. You can get it all over at betonline.ag. Plus, it's your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Are the Saints going to win? If you're feeling good, go throw some money down on it. And with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for everything football and basketball. So head to the website using your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You put in $200, you're getting $100 back. It's like you want to bet already. Don't forget, use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports over at betonline.ag where the game starts. So thank you again for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day, free and available five days a week for you all on every platform. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Locked On Pelicans. And on YouTube, if you prefer it that way, just search Locked On Pelicans, subscribe there, and jump in the comments. People were debating like really good and smart things about lineups the other day, and it was awesome to see that interaction and all that basketball knowledge and talking community that kind of went on in there. I really enjoyed seeing that. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube as well to Locked On Pelicans. All right, we're talking about the Pelicans win over the Orlando Magic, 104-86. couple of other just notes from the game. We went over kind of the biggest stories, and it's really the play of Trey Murphy, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jonas Valanciunas. But I said the team needs to come out and look different than they did in the first, what, half of the game on Monday night where they had 14 turnovers, didn't value the ball, just stupid little things that made the defense worse, all of that. They cut that down. They had a total of 10 turnovers in this one. That's it. That's a really, really good number for New Orleans. And there was a stretch where Nikhil turned it over three straight times, basically. You take that out of there, or it's only like one turnover, say, instead of those like three, that's eight turnovers for New Orleans. Valuing the basketball, and you could see how much better that made their defense, right? It wasn't teams getting out in transition and running against him. The Minnesota Timberwolves did that. They were able to get out, get those fast break points, 21 for them in that game. Orlando had just nine in this one. That's how you really help yourself win 
games. Don't shoot yourself in the foot and then just compound it by giving the opponent an easy chance to get some easy buckets. It becomes like a zero-sum game at that point, right? You have an empty possession and then they have like an 80% chance to score on theirs because they're in a fast break situation against you. They cut that down. Doing that, I think, is going to be a really, really big thing. If they can do that, they're going to have a really, really efficient offense this year and one of the better ones in the league. No one else had more than one turnover other than Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and he could have easily have cut those down. And with the usage rate he was having and what he was doing driving into the teeth of defense, it's not even that bad, all things considered. They were excellent with that. You could see that Willie Green really drilled it into them the past couple of days, what they needed to be doing and why it's so important to kind of their identity as a whole that they're not turning the ball over really elevates the defense for them here and I thought that was really a, a good thing plus you saw guys just engaged on on defense Devontae Graham who didn't have a good shooting game he was one of five in this one one of four from three still tried to make his presence felt on the defensive side of the ball he's undersized he's kind of tiny he's not great that way but he's putting forth the effort which is something I don't know if that's going to you know, matter a ton if you're just not good there, but I think it's not terrible to see him kind of putting forth that effort. And then before we wrap up the show, the Alabama guys. Kyra Lewis Jr. It feels a little bit like an odd man out on the team right now. I'll definitely say that. Um, Tomas Sadoransky in this one wasn't good. But Kyra Lewis Jr. still was just 4 of 10, 40%. He was 2 of 3 from deep, including two deep ones, which was nice. Four rebounds, four assists, 10 points. He's a really golden opportunity to see significant backup minutes. He just doesn't feel there quite yet. I'd like him to be. I hope he will be. For for him, I think preseason matters more maybe than a lot of the other players on this roster. Something just seems like it's like not quite there for him, which is fine. It doesn't have to be. It's okay that as a second-year player, you know, after a COVID weird season, that you aren't, you know, an all-star level or starter level or even a high-end backup level. But you'd like to see a little bit more from him, and maybe the rest of preseason is his chance for that to really, really happen. Herb Jones, though, looked pretty good in this one. Three of five from the field in this one. And, you know, his box score is just like blah. But he makes like winning plays, doesn't he? He just makes like smart, good basketball plays when you see him out there. The not on Herb thing, which is his nickname from the team because he just stops people in practice, was a real thing. You know, Valanciunas has to leave the game after getting tossed and he's capable of playing the five. And then when he was out there with a couple of those other players, man, they just went on a run. It's he fits like there's something to him again. Will he start on the opening day roster? I'm not sure, but with the way he's playing in preseason, it makes you think about it. He really makes you think about it. And you see him every single day after practice, after they're all done wanting to stay in the gym, working with Fred Vincent on his shot. You know, the upside's definitely there for him. You know, he's kind of like, like mini Draymond Green in a way. I don't want to like compare him to Draymond Green, but it's that kind of type of player, right? The offense isn't going to be much. The box score might not be much, but he's going to make like the right, smart basketball plays. And you can't ask for much more than that for a second round pick. It doesn't have to be flashy. Can you contribute a little bit? I definitely think Herb Jones can. He's the guy that surprised me the most, I think, on this roster over the past like couple of months now. And I wasn't too high on him when they drafted him, but I'm I'm quickly shutting up about that. 
And that's good. I love being wrong about these things. So that's a good spot to end today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Free in five days a week for you all. And I appreciate you making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every single day. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. More to talk about tomorrow. Maybe the arena st- will be able to get some of the arena stuff in there. And then get you set also for the preseason game Friday night against the Chicago Bulls. Here they got a guard on the Chicago Bulls we might want to talk about a little bit. So, see you then.